to know me. I want him to say, I know you. <laughs> and truly, God knows you. Without God knowing you, you'll be in trouble. <laughs> uh, he knew you. He knows everybody. He knows how everybody behaves. He knows your weakness. He knows your strength. He knows everybody very well. And that is why he called you. He knows that you need salvation. So, he came to your level and, and, and saved us. But it's not enough for only God to know us. We also need to know him. And that is why you come to church. That's why you, you, we gather before him. That is why you pray. That is why you're fasting. That you can understand and know God better. So God can know you, but you may not know him. But I pray that God will help you to know him. The Bible says, they that know their God, Shall be what? Huh? Shall be strong. Isn't it? So where does strength come from? Where does strength come from? So knowing God brings strength. And you read through the scriptures, wherever anyone finds and gets to know God, you see the kind of strength in him. Example, our father Abraham, God knew him, and he also got to know that God. He said, I know Abraham. Knowing God gives you the boldness to attempt what you yourself, by nature, will not be able to do. You know, if you know you fail an exam, you don't sit the exams. But if you know you've done all, you've covered all the, uh, the syllabus, you know, and you know how, how to answer the question. You want the exam to come, come fast. You, you just want it to come because you are prepared. Abraham gathered his men because he knew God, went into the battle, and fought the man. 
In fact, if you were the one, you wouldn't go. Isn't it? How many of you will go if you were the one? Especially when Lot was part of it. This boy, you and your uncle, were traveling. You followed your uncle to the place, and you unseated your uncle, and took what belongs, the best that belongs, and you, you, you left your uncle, then you hear the guy have been killed. You say, oh, You said that it serves him what? Right. That would be the natural response to you, 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 you will be laughing, you know, sometimes. You know, you don't laugh only through your mouth. Sometimes you will laugh in your heart. <laughs> there, there's some kind of laughter. It's not with your mouth. You see it in your, the, the, that laughter from your heart. You will be laughing in your heart and say, oh, sorry, oh, but inside. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone that knows God is not afraid of his disadvantage, is not afraid of his whatever is with him. He knows that that God was behind him. So Abraham knew God. He went with 318 trained men in his house. He didn't go and borrow anybody. Went there, fought the battle with 318, divided them into, uh, uh, I don't know how he managed 300 people. How are you going to divide them? And he divided his forces against, and they called it 318 as a forces. Uh, forces. <laughs> 318, he called the forces. <laughs> and you see, 318 plus God is great force. Yeah. So no matter how little your company is, once you, God is in it, it becomes a great force to reckon with. He divided his forces against them by night, and he and his servant attacked them and pursued them as far as Hobah, with which is north of Damascus. These people chased great army, numerous one in number, chased them and, 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 and defeated them, 318. Then, not only that, rescued all the captives, those that were captured, rescued them and brought them. So he brought back all the goods and brought back his brother Lord and his goods, as well as the women and the people. So he made sure that with 318, he recovered everything. Then the king then came, and the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shaveh. That is the king's valley. After his return from the defeat of that man who shall just mentioned the name with a very long name. Uh, and the king, <laughs> who are with him? <laughs> then Melchizedek, king of who? Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. After the battle, he also met Melchizedek, the priest of peace. And he blessed him 
and said, Blessed be Abraham. So when you fight a battle and you win, you receive blessing. So anytime you get a battle, you fight, and know that there's a blessing behind every battle. Let the devil carry his battle against you. There's always blessing when there's a battle against your life. When you are embattled, know that blessing is made available. Let the devil bring his battle left and right. Know that he's bringing blessing left and right. You cannot be blessed if there is no battle. Anytime you're finding difficult warfare in your life, it simply means that there's something good. Something you yourself you don't know. The more, the more difficult it is, sometimes the enemy sometimes sees better than us. While you are seeing that this, this person have gold and have great things and is fighting the person sitting on the side, I say, oh, I don't know your commissar. It's because of where you're living. Because you are sitting on wealth, you are sitting on gold, you yourself are not aware, and you are crying, I'm, 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 I'm poor, but, but somebody has seen that gold and is fighting you, I'm fighting you, you are fighting without a cause, but the guy is fighting with a cause. So I pray that God will open our eyes. So sometimes all this battle you are going through mean that it means great things in your life discover and look for what what is the reason why the devil is chasing me alone why not this person why not the other person how many of you have ever seen people being envious about my people sitting in town in, on the road nobody get envy about them it is only when even if you are poor nobody uh, have problem with your life nobody will envy a poor man until he becomes rich they will tell you you're a thief. They will tell you you're cocaine. Listen, nobody will envy you. Nobody will insult you. Nobody will say anything against you if you're not a president. <laughs> Until you become one. When life, even this life that went, wait, 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 wait. people are trying to say that it's a kufu, uh, a kufu ado. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's not in this place. But if he wasn't a president, when light go off, he, he doesn't come into your mind. Some of you, even if we see him on television, you are angry. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. But when he wasn't, he didn't care. So if you want to become great, there is also, in every greatness, there are enemies. A sign. <laughs> every greatness have got its enemy assigned to it. <laughs> so if you, are, you don't want trouble, don't become great. Oh? I want to become an MD. Hey! MD? Oh, I want to become a minister. Hey! Minister, you can get a car, a name, everything you go, there's a, milit a policeman with you. But you ask them, they don't sleep. 
when you close from this place from work, you get there to the house. But you are gone. Nobody calls you. When you are leave, when you are a top man and you are leave, your phone is, you are still not on leave. But when you are nobody, you are on leave. You are on leave. Uh, uh, <laughs> Abraham knew God and my desire is that all of us will seek to know God the Hebrew boys knew their God anytime you know God there's no way the enemies will come but when they come, they are not coming against you alone. You see, you are in partnership. I, consider, I told somebody, you plus God, you are an army. You plus God, the greatest army in the world. You plus men, you could call yourself an army, but you can be defeated. But you plus God know that you will win all your battles. God, if God cannot lose, then you too cannot lose. So God knows us. There's no problem with God knowing us. He first gets to know you, then he will call you. Then you also then have to know him. And that is all why you come to church, you read your Bible, you pray, so that you will know God. Your, your, your mind should be that I want to know God. Sometimes our mind is I want to become rich. Know God. Once you know him, the riches will follow. He says, seek ye first what? The kingdom, the kingdom of God and what? And it righteousness and all other things. But sometimes we come to church, seek all other things, look for a husband, look for a wife, so while I'm preaching, your eye is going round. <laughs> As if you're God. Whose eye is looking to and fro, <laughs> seeking whom he or she may propose to. <laughs> what you ought to do is to look for God and seek to know God. And once you know that God, you know that this God is the one who gives. A wife. God is the one that gives a husband. The Bible said it. That he that findeth a wife, find, where do you find him? You find him with your father God. It's hidden. It only takes God to open your eyes. Probably the person is by you. I remember my mother told me, my father told me some stories. We, we have 
stories in our area there. That there were some animals that they were going to, people were going to look for a, a wife in a, in a village. Then when they were going, they saw the, the young men were going together, and they saw that one was very, had a very good character, very handsome, very nice, that they know when this guy goes there, he will take all the ladies who follow him. So when they got on the way, they put him down, beat him, put a, a mud on him. He looks very ugly. So when they got to town, the ladies were chase, uh, running for the other ones. Then one was left, then some lady came and picked that lady. And I think she was doing something, then water fell, then the man, he did it, and the place was nice. So wow. Gave him water when he washed this was a very handsome, nice person, hidden in the muddy, in mud. When the others saw, they already married. <laughs> in fact, he proposed to some of them, but they refused. But God sees through the mud. And when God is on your side and you're seeking, he will let you look through the mud and see the stature and the real person. So he that find it, if you haven't found it, even if you didn't seek, if you thought they were not seeking at the right place, and if you are seeking, you are not seeking the person from the right person. He said, seek, you shall find. Knock, it shall be open. Who will open you? Who will make you find? Who are you asking? Ask, he shall give. Who is he asking you to ask? Who is he asking you to seek? Who is going to answer those things? It's God. So we need to seek to know the Lord. For me, my desire, Paul said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. He said, my desire is that I might know him. So knowing God is very, very critical even if you want a miracle. Miracle don't just happen. Miracle happen to those who know God. The Hebrew boys knew their God. When the king even gave them the opportunity to bow, they said, no. We are not ready. He said, you go and think about it. Meshach, Shedrach, Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. He said, look, we don't need to go. We have the answer. He said, when you are sure as a student, if they trick you with a question, you know what you want to answer. He said, no, 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 kid, look, going home to go and sleep overnight won't change my mind. I know this is what we want. Our answer is that we are not going to bow. Why do you want to do it? <laughs> it tells people who know your God. If you are not sure about that God, you say, hey, is this real that this God, uh, can he help me? Uh, and, uh, prophet, I know when he told me Jesus is the son of God. He himself, is he sure? 
But they knew God. They never compromised. Anyone who knows his God will never compromise. He, they failed to bow. They were thrown into the fire. The king showed them the punishment they were going to have. They said, we don't care about the punishment. We know that the God who should serve is the God of fire. He is the God of fire. Look, even if he fails to save us, we know him. We are ready to go inside there. It's not because he will save us or not. We know him. We know him. I know him as my wife. Whether if he cook for me or she doesn't cook for me, I know her. You know, because today she didn't cook for you today. And you, the food, I was hungry, I didn't get food. You still know her. She's your wife. He doesn't put doubt. Hey, hey, hey. This lady, did I marry her? You know you married her. Do you know that God, I pray that God will reveal himself to us. Sometimes, it is, most of that, it is God who revealed himself. Abraham was there, it is God who revealed himself to. And they were, oh, when you read through the Bible, it is God who revealed himself. So he revealed in the way that you will know him. Some of time, if you know him as your healer, you can depend on him as to take your healing. It's not somebody telling you he's a healer, but you knowing him as your healer. That is why some people are very strong in different areas. Any area you are very strong with God means that you know God in that area. Some of them know him as their financial, uh, uh, they can believe God for finances. But when they come to headache, they are afraid they will die. But they know God, they have experienced God helping them. They know God as a financial uh, supplier. So God revealed himself to people in different ways. That is why you don't have to condemn somebody because people have their faith towards different areas because they know God in different areas. Some of them, they, they have faith towards God in other areas of life. Somebody, he, he knows God, he can believe God for a child. Some people can't believe. If you can't believe, the doctors are there, go there. To help your faith. Some are very strong faith in different areas. It is based on how you know God. So when you come to church, which area do you know God? Do you know him? Or people just said, there is God. If somebody told you there is God, you are going to face a challenge. Because one day, that God will be tested in your life. If you don't know him and somebody told him, you, you're going to be in trouble. If the pastor, because of a pastor, you think, oh, because of prophet, I know, hey, God is here. No. Because of this person, God is here. No, if that person fail 
in life, your faith has also failed. If something happened to that person, you will not have the boldness to believe God again. But it shall come to a point that look, if anything happened to any pastor, you still stand strong as a Christian. Knowing that, look, this is God and the pastor is different. That is what I call strong faith and faith in God. Most of us have rooted your faith in men. When you are even praying for something, your eye, one eye is opening, your faith in is, oh, Father, uh, my school fees, I want to pray for school fees. Why? You have somebody in your mind. When I feel going, you know the rich man. Some people pray and they're finished. They see somebody coming from some big car. Say, wow, God has answered me. <laughs> Maybe the person borrowed the car to church. You know, people borrow things to church on Sundays. If you don't know, let me tell you, all these cars that are packed, they are all not, they don't belong to everybody. <laughs> some of them are rented one. <laughs> Some of them, somebody traveled and left the car that they should warm it. <laughs> so Sundays, they warm the cars. <laughs> so you want to drive it at least. So you see that person and you are, you are, you are shaking as if the, uh, uh, this is my God. You are deceiving yourself. Even people borrow shoes to church. Huh? Oh, you know. I have borrowed one before. We <laughs> meet some brother at the airport. I didn't have coat. I borrowed somebody coat. The person was longer than the coat. <laughs> I said, I took my father's coat. <laughs> They didn't know whether it was a jacket or it was a this this, this, this winter coat or whatever. I said overall or coat, I don't know what. It was hanging like this place. It's coat. Then the trousers pull it up here, roll it on top here, cover it with the coat. Borrowed suit. Borrowed hair. Agria. <laughs> this your hair is nice. Please, this time they give it to me. <laughs> I want to take it to church. Then you go and propose to that lady because of the hair. But the next time is on somebody's head. Knowing God is very, very important in the Christian life, in the believer's life. If, I, if we don't know him, then I even doubt your, your new birth. 
for the new birth introduce you, real new birth introduce you to God. That's why he comes to live in you. He said, Prophet, am I born again? Well, I can't tell you. If you did it by faith, you are born again. But ask God that God, I want to know you. Know you well. Christians must know their God. Know in such a way that nobody can convince you that he do not. Nothing can convince you. You know him. But little thing, if you know somebody, you can't argue. You know some people know about people. I'm not saying knowing about people. Sometimes even Bible school, people go there, become pastors. Because they, 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 what they went there is that they taught them about some God. And they come with degrees, knowing about God. Theology is good. But they may know about that God, but not know that God. Someone who hasn't done anything but have personal knowledge about God, I respect that person more. With long degrees about God. But it's good that long degrees about God can help you to, to understand the God in you. Do you know God or you know about him? Some people know about people. Some of you know about some people more than even they themselves. When guys write about this person, you write all this, I know this, I know this person, I know, you write about someone, you know all the ministers. But when they bring the minister to come and before you, you won't know that this is that person you were writing about. Have you ever read about somebody or heard about somebody and even spoke good about somebody and then when the person comes and talks with you, you fail to recognize that he was the one? Huh? You've read history, isn't it? Even Kuruma is all right and come now. Some people who are championing Nkroma, when they talk to them, they say they will know this is Nkroma. But well, they know about him. Do you know about God or you know God? This is a question I'm asking you. Seek to know him. For I'm seeking to know him. And let every Christian seek to know that God. Knowing God, if we read through the scripture, anybody that walked with him knew him. How can you hear from somebody, say, build an ark, build a boat? It has never rained before. No history of rain. In those days, what happened is that the dew will water the ground. No heavy rain. I said, it's going to rain. 
and the rain will come from top and some will come from the underground. Build an ark for a hundred of years, for, for, for tens and tens of many years, he, his profession, his work was, he was building a boat. Because he, somebody told him, he, the person he hadn't even seen before, you can't see him physically. He said, build the boat. First, God revealed himself to Noah. And when he revealed himself to you, you have no option but to know him. So Noah obeyed him and started building. I can imagine how people then tease him in those days. There's no, what are you doing? So I'm building a boat. He said, this well, everything, everything, you're wasting all your time targeting this sweet well. You enjoy some. You're using all your years in building an ark. For what? He said, it's going to rain. He said, what is rain? God said, everybody change. He started preaching. Change. God is going to destroy the world. He said, oh. This old man is getting crazy. And in this modern day, we would have given it a name. That old age is trying to create some problem for that man. And his children too. And they will say he's abusing the children. Because he's just trying to confuse his children. And they were building the dimension they were doing, they were cutting this and, and they were building, they were making this. God was showing them what to use to do, and they were building. And everybody was looking, people would come, they would come and tease a guy, hey, this man, the, the old man and his children. <laughs> they said they are building something. And they built something very huge. Maybe like this place. If that happens. Hey, what is this guy doing? A boat, not on water. Building a boat on the land. Does it make sense? Build this huge boat on the land. <laughs> With all the dimension from God. I go to, he's a mathematician. He's an engineer. He's a lawyer. He's all in all. He gave him the dimension, everything, how they learn everything, the wood, the, the material that he needs to be able to sustain that. And he obeyed it. That's why when you obey God to the letter, you can never fail. Yeah. When the day came and he called, people didn't even want, didn't mind, until it started raining. When they know, oh, no, no, it's a dew, dew, it has become very heavy. They do have become, they will explain it, scientific way of explaining those days. Oh, this why it will stop. I said, oh, my grandfather's day, there was some heavy one that came, it, it stopped. But they realized the water was coming, said, oh, this water, sure, we'll manage it, we'll climb to trees. So human beings will find a way of making a, a, a thing that they can escape from God's descent. Oh, no, oh, if I've been, oh, there's a hill there. We'll, we'll move the high, high land. This place, you know, sometimes when they see, when something happens, they see move like this, and uh, 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 there's a tie, and, and it covers it. So we, uh, we have to move, and they'll tell you all those things. So they move to the next level, and before they had the, those, the, the, the water, water, it, it wasn't stopping. It was moving, moving, moving. Then it covered everything. Some plant three. By the time they realize, 
it was judgment, it was too late. Sometimes before you realize judgment is coming, too late. They started screaming, Noah! Too late. The gate is locked. Today, I'm also telling you, Jesus has said he's coming again. And when he says soon, people are still laughing. They say, oh, Paul time, they say soon. And about 2,000 now, soon. Ah, where is he coming? People are still joking. But there is still the bill and ark. The church supposed to bring people inside. Anyone who will be found in the ark will be saved. Those who be outside the ark will be drowned. He is no longer going to use water for you to swim a little. Now fire, says her prophet here. Are you saying that heat wave is going to come and it's going to burn all over? I am not saying that, but it, it could be possible. God, God could do anything. That is why we need to tell other people about that. It's our responsibility like Noah to preach righteousness. It's our responsibility as a church. Our main work should be to be able to get somebody into the kingdom. From today, I want you at least this month to get one person Amen. into the ark. Operation, get one person into the ark. I say what? Tell somebody. Tell the next person. This operation, the Bible says, he that winneth a soul. It's wise. All our wisdom thing we are talking about. It is to win souls. Turn people's life around. Help people from moving into evil. Be able to bring help to another person, not only to ourselves. This wisdom there's a wisdom, people say, oh, wisdom, wisdom. I'm not talking about only that. Even if you make money, your money should be able to help somebody. As your operation what? Operation. How many of you this year will get at least one person into the ark? Craig. And I want you to keep that. Let it be your operation in life. Let it be a goal in life. By the end, this is what you're going to be judged with. It's your duty. Well, I will help you. If you want, I will help you how to win them. In the Bible, many people did it. 
You remember Jesus and the woman by the well? The Samaritan woman. And the Samaritans and the Jews were like, people, they don't agree. You know there are some people who don't agree. Some tribe, when they ask you to go and marry them, you want to marry, but the family. They say, I from this family, mm, mm, sabushan, yankum. There have been some problem between some grandfathers which have been carried down, which you've forgotten what even created the problem. And those who came to meet that enmity, if you ask them, why don't you like this people? They don't have, they don't understand, they don't know. They came and met that their parents said, this tribe is bad. Or this kind of people, they are not good. So, the grandfather also told the son, these people, they are bad. They are not good. The father also told the son, these people, they are not good. Nobody knows why they are not good. They haven't done anything wrong to you. So you meet one, you want to marry the one. You go, they are not good. You ask them why. I say, my parents, my family says that. My father says they are not good. So they carry their fight to the generations. So this Samaritan, Jesus came and wanted water to drink. And she was the one who was holding the... Uh, a woman of Samaritan came to, the, to, water, uh, to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. Because Jesus was not holding a... Uh, what they used to draw the water. For his disciple had gone away in the city to buy food. It was, Jesus was left there alone. Then the woman of Samaritan said to him, How is it that being a Jew asks a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. For yes, my tribe, my family have no dealing with your family. Why do you want my help? Why should I help you out of your situation? And this is the question everybody is asking. So Jesus said, answered and said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink. You would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Why then do you get that living water? The woman is very intelligent. You cannot just as you go to witness, they will ask you questions. Jesus wanted to witness that to her. Ah, how? You, don't, you are not having nothing. How can you give me water, this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? So they all have the same father. Who 
gave us the well and drank from him, himself, as well as his son and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will test again. There are certain things when you drink them, you will test again. There are some food when you eat them, you will get hungry again. There are certain houses when you build them, they will grow old and break down. You know, houses have... Sometimes you build... How many of you... You see, when you are old, and those who are, you build a nice house, and that's the house everybody comes to look at it. And in fact, I remember... Uh, there was a house that was built, uh, uh, Azuma Banda's father, Abu Banda, uh, he had a story, he was the first person, uh, we have to travel to go and look at this, 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 this. travel from a village, and go and look at Abrosai. And it's not Abrosai, it's, it's just one, one uh, and people would travel, come and look at it from the village, because we haven't seen some, then when I just say, ah, is that what we thought it was, it was something? It is nothing, that house is nothing now. Some of you, when you build your house first, the new one, that and knows the style was nice. You did terrazzo. <laughs> Champion. Everybody will come and look at the terrazzo house. Five years, six years, seven years outmoded. You do tars now. <laughs> First, when you're in Terrazzo place, you are the big man, the big person. But Terrazzo is nothing now. See, uh, this, I don't know, glass, uh, uh, huh? sliders. sliders. That's when it came up, somebody just put it, you look and say, wow, sliders. But it's nothing now. See, those houses which you wanted to kill somebody for, it's nothing. But things are changing. Fashion is changing. The type of shoes and trousers we used to wear, I can show you one of them. Some of them, I don't know whether it's pajamas or what. And you see. It has, come, it has come back again. You see, this word is going around, though. <laughs> Go on. They wear it in like this, and they will sweep the whole street. Thank God. Thank God is coming back again. The president said he's going to, by the time he leaves, the place is clean. So everybody wear it, then we clean the street. When you put it, you are on top. It has also passed. Now, I remember I met some people. I said, Oh, sir, 
Oh, look at the person, the very poor. Do they need help? It was a jeans <laughs> that was torn. That was torn. I said, oh, your jeans, something is torn. <laughs> And I said, this is, I said, oh, this new star. I said, oh, this is what we used to tend to, these are the poor people dress. When we go to farm, you go to farm and all the dress, it get old and get torn. So it's a farmer's dress in my village. So you, can, you are not learning. Oh, my village people, no, you are stylish. So whatever happens is not permanent. Jesus said, but whoever drinks of what? The water that I shall give him will never test, but the water that I shall give him will become in him, what? A fountain of water springing up in to everlasting life. There's a water that will spring out into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not test nor come here to draw. The woman then took the spiritual things and wanted to meet her physical need. So Jesus then moved into the spirit and said, This woman I know she said to her, go, call your husband and come here. Jesus is, is, is a very good He Call your husband and come here. And what did he say? Huh? He said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. What can you correct? For you have had five Husbands, one woman. You have had how many? For you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that, you spoke truly. The man you are even staying with, the man thinks is your wife. This is my wife. Some of you think. Your wife is eh? Why jaw on a woman? So that they divorce you in their heart. You, 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 you are going to have a wife. You don't have a wife, oh. <laughs> the woman is gone. She, eh, you go, she will cook for you, you eat, and you eat you. Uh, oh, what? Let them eat that man that you are staying with. <laughs> oh, the man is not your husband. See, <laughs> too. He too is gone. <laughs> then Jesus said, Look at what the woman said. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. God, this is a man who never 
knew this woman from any place. And the man was able to tell you first husband, second husband, third husband, fourth husband, fifth husband. Even the one you are with, you were having problem. The man told you, I'm going to divorce you. He said, you are a prophet. Then Jesus said, many things too. Jesus said, look at what, oh, I love Jesus. Our father then, she now, she now came. Into it. Our father worshipped on this mountain. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem, now he knows that the man is a, is a prophet. So he's not bringing theological questions. So now this man is a prophet. So he can now explain things to me. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. The contention was the place of worship. The reason why they had this problem was the place of worship. Some believe that on that mountain, that's where Abraham, is. and this one believed that Jerusalem, David, Groom, Honor there. So they believe that when you come to this place, God is there. Some believe that this one, so the place, it was not even then because of the God, it was the place. Sometimes the argument we have should be based on God and not things that are the peripheral. So Jesus said, look, he didn't say the Jews were right. Now did he say the, uh, the Samaritans were right. He said, you worship what you do not know. We know what we worship. For salvation is of what? The Jews. Then listen to where they must worship God. But the hour, even the salvation of the Jews, but the hour is coming. And now is what? And now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. It's no longer going to be a place. It's no longer going to be a, a mountain. It's no longer going to be any place. It means that everywhere you stand to pray, God will hear you. It's good to move to the mountain and go and pray. It's good to come to church to pray. But when you have problem, anyway, don't wait until Sunday or until meeting day before you come here and say, I'm coming to pray to God. You can talk to God in any place. Sabi sabi, your bathroom, you can call upon God. So God is making his worship no wonder when Jesus died. You know what happened? He, 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 uh, the, the curtain that made only some few privileged people to be able to go to see God and to talk to God there. He opened it up and said, look, you are no longer going to speak through your priest again. You are no longer going to ask for forgiveness through your priest again. You can stand in your house and ask for forgiveness and God can forgive you. Yeah. 
He made that thing public to everyone. Whosoever, whosoever believes. He said, today, a time is coming, a day that worship God. They are true worshipers. When the true worshipers, I'm talking about true worshipers. You cannot be a true worshiper if you are not born again. If you don't have the spirit of God within you. That's when you receive the, the true worshiper will worship God where? The father in spirit and in truth. For the father is seeking such to worship him. That is where I'm, I said you must know God. The true worshippers know God for themselves. They relate to God. They, 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 they worship God inside them. They know that God within them. Nobody becomes a law to them. They are guarded by that God. I told you, you never do something. Sometimes when it is a system that is checking you, there's a way to go around the system. But when you know God, look, if they take you to Burkina Faso, if they take you to where? Oh, tell me where you don't want to go. If I say America, all will say, oh, America. America say, how are you? Where? Huh? Good. God is sending to America. I, I wish God called somebody and send him to Afghanistan. Oh, why? If I ask, if God says I want somebody to go to Afghanistan for me, how many of you lift your hands? Oh, great. Tango, I've got one hand. If I say America, God is sending people, how many? To honestly with your hand. Let me see your hand. How many? Oh, let me see your hand. Ah, there will be plenty. God said, I am going to give you visa. I'm going to give you a place. You are going to be there. I want to go and do my work there. I'm, I'm recruiting people to go to America and do my work there. How many of you would like to come? Altar call. The whole, almost about 75% of the church will come. I will lose my church. Finally, when you know God, you must make him known to other people. So this woman, God knowing you, you knowing God, and when you know him, then that is when you can also let him, other people know him. Somebody you don't know, you cannot introduce him. To anybody so the first thing for you to introduce say, oh, go, 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 go and witness, go and witness. Hey, you cannot witness if you don't know the person witness comes when you know or first hand you cannot talk go and introduce somebody you don't know if I know, I say, oh, oh yeah, this is, uh, uh, this is Mr. Tete. I know him very well. Oh, this is Chris. I know him very well. 
if I don't know you, how can I introduce you to somebody? I don't know even what you, you are doing. I don't know the work you are doing. I said, oh, oh this guy, he's, uh, 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 I just met him. Uh, can you help him? Help me in which area? <laughs> so introduce becoming, we must first know God. After knowing God, then we can also introduce him to others. To others. That is why I've started from you knowing him. When we know him, look, we are not going to, you see, you, you don't compromise. Yes. Knowing God, my desire that God, I will know you, that nothing can change. Look, let them say things are happening, let them insult Christians, me, I know. I know that God, and the one that I have believed. I am very sure about that God. Then we then have to introduce him. There are different ways we introduce God, uh, people. Some of them are very good today. Some of you, you must learn how to introduce some of them. Uh, Jesus disciple. Some of them, like Peter, he will tell you, a change and say, but there are Philips who can, who have an influence, who can bring people to him. So you might not even be able to win the person, but you can take the person to some, uh, somebody who can explain that thing to him until you learn how to explain the person to him. Like some of you, when you're coming to me, you pass through people. I'm your pastor. You don't need to pass through anybody. Huh? I say, I say, hmm. I say, I'm, a, I'm your pastor. You don't need to pass through anybody. The moment you start passing through people, you create a room for few people to be able to see me. Because if you want to see me, you don't pass through them. You can't see me. And that's how corruption starts. Then people then begins to induce those that can bring you to me. See me is free. It's a pastor, but we find it difficult to get to you. That is very good. I wish I can multiply myself into 3,000. Imagine all of you want to see me today. All of you want to see me. Is it possible? That is why there are systems I'm, I'm going to address you. It, the problem is that some of you come three times, four times. You don't allow the others to come. The problem is that there are avenues your problem can be solved. So when I sometimes people come, I say, go and see this person. Go and see this person. Is prophet Anwar I want to see. 
is good. It's good, it's me. When even a mosquito bites you, you want to come and see me. So I tell you, there's a doctor here. Go and see the doctor. He can give you some. Uh, some, how is that name? So medication. Oh, it's proper no? I understand. Sometimes it's a marriage problem. I, you don't take two seconds to discuss the problem you have solved for, you, you've created for 15 years. <laughs> oh, to be honest. If you want my hand, I'll lay it on you to give you the ability to go and solve it. But I want the problem to be solved totally. So the assistant, you ask, when you come, some of you, they ask, what is this? You don't want to tell. Say, I want to meet Prophet Anon himself. I will meet you. There's a list. When you come, I will see you. But it will take a long time. Say Amen. That is why I am introducing you to Jesus, so that you can know him for yourself. The difficult ones, they come, then I can help you. Amen. Amen. But if you only come and greet me, just come, oh, cha. No, I'm free. You know, I'm very free. Don't feel, I, I'm a free person. I don't like these protocol things. Because after retirement, I'm not going with protocol. So I want to live like I am a retired man. So if you meet me, greet me. Amen. So we need to do that. And the woman went back after knowing Jesus Christ. She went back to the village and announced Christ. And the woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, come, see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? This woman now became an ambassador. She's met Christ. She's known Christ, got to know Jesus. And she couldn't keep that Jesus alone. She didn't even, she left her, she went for, to fetch her water. In excitement, she left the port, ran to town, and she knows a way to get the man. For a woman to be able to get five husbands. It means that she's got the talent to pull men. Even if you don't have it, even one, you see how you are suffering to get one. But she would get Uber Uyer of a car, a drop. Nice. Next, you come, you make your hand, I don't know, nonsense, drop you. Next, third one, you come. 
then you will make the drop you. Next, fourth. You can drop your next, even the fifth one. You ready to drop the Jesus saw it. <laughs> even that one. <laughs> so she is somebody who have influence over men. That you cannot see this woman and and pass without looking into your driving mirror. <laughs> your rear mirror. Don't behave as if you don't look at it. You see it. There are some people, you, you see them, you want to look at them twice. Isn't it? Both men and women. You see a man or a woman, you want to look at, I didn't wait for, oh, the second one. Hey, and then when you see the second one, the next one is the same. The first one is not the same. <laughs> Tell yourself, hey, minister, minister, minister. Minister, forward. <laughs> She went back and managed to gather the men in the city. They rushed and followed her. Come and see, I've met a man. This woman might be an evangelist. She lost her call and was getting the men for the wrong thing to do, doing wrong thing. But now she's not found her call. That now I may have the ability to convince a man. Any man in me can convince you to marry him, her. So now, instead of convincing people to marry me and me to drop you, I'm going to convince them to come to Christ. She convinced them. The gift was used positively. So all that you're going through, you have a gift. Sometimes people say, oh, wait, on yet, on yet. No. If it's used positively, it's going to help. She brought all the men, and Jesus gave them, pa, 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 pa. They said, ah, woman. What you told us is true, but we have believed for ourselves. The man, what the man told us is more than what you told us. Then they said to the woman, now we believe, not because of what you said. For we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. That is where all weaknesses must end. Not because you told them that Jesus is this, but they must know for themselves. If it is based on only what you said, they will backslide. You have to chase them and go to their home and ask the aunt to come to church. And then time people are feeling, I don't see why people, you should chase people to come and. When the person gets born again like this, we haven't taken them to that level where they will know for themselves. So because of that, we have to beg them, come to church. Beg people to come to church. Oh. Beg, you know, send text as a reminder <laughs> to come and worship your God. Hey, what kind of God? Do you know that God? Do I have to even beg you to come and worship your God? If you get to know him by yourself, you don't get offended by anything. Amen. Sunday, you'll be praying. I want to meet Jesus. Your prayer will be, let Sunday come. Let Sunday come. Let Sunday come. I want to go and meet God. I want to go and meet God. This is what the kind of Christian we must raise. I end. So Christian, we must change. You know, your father told me something. 
Somebody used to come to this church some years back. Then I didn't even know she was. She comes here. She became either a secretary or something to your father when he was a, a chairman. So she met me in the house and said, Prophet, ah, I'm your church, church member, and I don't come here. You don't follow me. You have to come and call me. And so the father said, ah, I'm a Muslim. Have you ever seen Imam going to anybody's house to call them to come and pray? Is that the only Christian who will behave like that? He said they don't have car. They will run and go and pray. If it's five times, they will do it five times. But Christians want to be begged. The reason is that we don't know him well. Today, let this church know that God, that nothing can change your commitment to that God. That no matter what happens, whether it rain or shine, you're just because you know that God will pass through and come and worship him. That nothing, no situation, no news, no newspaper can change your heart from serving that God. This is the kind of Christians I want God to raise in this church. God bless you. We have come with